let's be honest, you could be Maria Callas and a resident would still tell you to shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to episode six of Confessions of the Care Home Entertainer. I'm Eleanor. And I'm Michaela. Thank you for joining us again. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, everyone. How are you this week, Michaela? I'm good. We've had a little bit of a, um, we've been MIA for a bit, haven't we? We have. <laughs> we've had a lot going on, haven't we? This is week. the busiest time if you work as a care home entertainer, I think, apart from Christmas. Yes. Like you've got your Halloween and then straight after Halloween, it goes into the run up to Remembrance week it's a whole week for us really isn't it so well it's a month in it let's be fair <laughs> yeah. and and then uh, if you've got any awkward clients they always want a scottish show at the end of the month that you frantically learn oh, and then yeah. it's christmas <laughs> can we just quickly talk about a scottish show <laughs> because oh, no. <laughs> a scottish show for me is basically a normal show and then i'll i'll sing like donald wears your trousers or something <laughs> Or, but you can do what I did that time, which is just find um, an album full of um, classic oh, songs and yes. all the bagpipes. I remember that. And sing yeah. along to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that is a good idea, though. Um, no, to be honest, I do more than Donald Wesley Trails. I'll do like Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond. Flower of Scotland. Flower of Scotland. Roman in the Gloaming. That's a good mm. one. Yes. Um, yeah, so I think I will. I'll, I'll offer that to whoever's you got see, that When day. I was a kid, we used to have a neighbour who used to have us, our family over for Hogmanay. So oh, right, yeah. I do know a lot of the songs, not as well as I, I perhaps should. And I know a lot of Scottish people would probably cringe at my pronunciation of things. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're much closer to the borders than me. Like, is it quite popular? Uh, sort of like... Probably is when I used to work more of like further up north than what I actually do now. It was, but um, sort of like a gimmicky thing now, really, to be honest. Like they'll have like neeps and tatties for like, do you know what I mean? And then yeah. that'll be sort of like the, the activity for the day. And then it's, yeah, it's not really popular, but it's, it's, it's sort of like the top end of my area is like Northumberland. Yeah. So it's, it's it's, I, of... I would say it's worth learning the Scottish songs though, because you've got, Hogmanay and Burns Night all quite close together. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, worth doing, but you need plenty of notice to learn it or else you end up doing what I did, which is just sing along to bagpipe covers. <laughs> Was it like tracks. pack up your troubles, but bagpipes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, God. it certainly was. It was uh, <sighs> it was an emergency situation. Oh, also Eleanor, you'll like this, but um we have caught up to you now in the petrol prices. We are, we are 149.9 easily where we are now. I am so, feeling smug. Oh, honestly, I thought we'll hide you there for a minute. But no, um, I filled up the other day and, and I even went past the motorway the other day. Um, I was on the A1 and it was like 152 or something. Oh, it's but like, painful on the motorway, isn't it? It's horrendous. L- let's do the app now. Petrol prices. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a good uh, it's petrol prices if you go on our facebook um it'll t- well i think i li- linked it it's just a really easy like good app to have if you are like us and travel about and you, you want to fill up in the cheapest place possible um it's it's on our facebook yeah you see um so my cheapest petrol 5.9 my, my cheapest petrol is 144.8 
No. Uh, I'm, I'm Diesel. I'm looking for Diesel because that's right, what okay. I'm on. Um, I'll have a look at Diesel. Oh, no, that's Diesel. 155.9 is my nearest. Oh, my God. And 150.9 is my cheapest. Oh, or 150. 150. Basically. <laughs> 155. There is a slightly cheaper one if I go all the way to Ashby. That's 147. Oh, um, Ashby de la Zouche. Yes. <laughs> I but then that, by the time I've driven there, that's the two pence spent. So I love that name, Ash- Ashby de la Zouche. It's, um, it's quite famous. There's a castle there. Mm. And the big um, medieval hero, Ivanhoe. Oh, uh, yes, I have. Yeah. Oh. So uh, it's, a re- it's, it's just a posh version of my hometown. Yeah. It's where the council ciphers all of its money off to because it's a nice area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, really nice. I do it's like got weird... nicer boutique shops and everything costs a little bit more there. It's very yeah. nice. I do like a, a good um weird place name. Like I don't know whether this is weird to you to hear, but we have I don't know whether um I don't know whether people know of it, but we've got somewhere called Ponteland. Ponteland, oh. does that sound a bit weird to you? Mm. Ponteland, and and if you don't know what how to pronounce it, some people down south are like Pontyland, Pontyland. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, it's Pontyland. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're going to get started on strange place names and pronunciations, we need to get a Welsh guest on because oh they... yeah, what is it? Land land go 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 that one. Go go Yeah. It's like what is it like twenty seven letters or something like? It's the longest one in the dictionary. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, See, I, I used to live in Wales. I used to work in Wales, and um, thank goodness I lived in a town that I could pronounce. Oh yeah, I was in, I, I was in Aberystwyth. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything further south, and it's really difficult. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. I just can't do it. Anyway, we have got a guest coming on today, which is really exciting. Oh, we um, have. We have a fellow else from the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> We do. We have a fellow Macam with us, uh, which is Kaylee from Kaylee Cares and um, my competitor. <laughs> we are in direct competition with each other, but no, we it's we we are we help each other out a lot, don't we? So yeah, we're nice to each other. We are. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we're like oh. no, we we do. It's it's funny because I'm sure Kaylee sees this, but sometimes like we we literally have the same clients, mm-hmm. like that is it's it's a bit weird isn't it but like if i go into home i see kaylee's pictures and photos and um posters Posters, do you ever see mine yeah all the time yeah and do you know what though it's nice because when i first started doing this um i kind of wanted to find fellow singers care home singers in sunderland area newcastle area and a lot of people didn't want to speak to us i just wanted to make friends and you were one of the only ones who were like yeah yeah I'll help you out and you help me out and so like if I'm busy I'll say try Michaela or she'll say that about Uh me I always say that Uh about you I just think there's plenty of work for everyone it's not like we can only go we can only go to a care home like one day Mm -hmm. and and then there's like 29 other days that someone else can do that home in the month yeah I've actually got more work for recommending people because they go oh, I'm going to get you back because you're not bothered if we give work to other people either. You're, like, nice to other people, so we're going to get you back. So they've said mm-hmm. that so many singers have said, well, why would I give you someone else's name? And I was like, what? I what? couldn't believe it. 
Um, <laughs> that is, if anyone's wondering what the world of singers is like, that yeah. is what it's like, though, isn't it? Like, I, I think yeah. <laughs> we it's shouldn't. Like, it is literally like a cross between Mean Girls and Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Or like, yeah. <laughs> it really Some is. People are so awful. Oh, yeah. no. I always recommend people. I always, it's always the same people that I'll recommend, um, especially if it's like a local, local home, because mm-hmm. me and Kaylee literally live around the corner from each other. If I shout at my people, hey, yeah. but, um, the, <laughs> but no, like we, we share a, a, a client that's right next to you. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'll not say the name, but you, you can hear me singing can, at that home sometimes. One day I was hanging me washing out and I was like, what? I can hear you singing. And it was like, take me home, country roads. I was like, that's okay. Oh, like, everyone knows that's, that's my anthem. <laughs> <laughs> that's my anthem in the care homes. Yeah. It? yeah. It's funny, isn't it, though? Like, um, and it, 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 people, uh, that, that video as well, we talked about it, but people knew it was me just because of that. They were like, I knew it was you singing. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's mental that you knew that. But, but even uh, seeing you, you yeah. were in a tent. <laughs> but, but everyone knew. They were like, I know that together. voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no it's it's it really upsets me sometimes that some singers and you know what i'm gonna say it it's always the people who don't do this full time mm-hmm. it's always the people who don't have much work on that are like that and yeah. i'll say that and i don't care but, it really is well you know why don't you because they feel like they can't afford to give any work away yeah I, yeah. I do get why people think it's weird to like recommend somebody else when it's your job and they're your competition but when you're doing it full time like we're pretty much well before the pandemic especially I were both fully booked quite a lot and mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I just think well, what difference does it make but I, I, I get what you mean Eleanor if someone if this is like they don't get much work they're not going to give other people's names away like it's but did you find mm. during the pandemic, I definitely found that we stuck together a little bit more, like, especially with mm-hmm. the group that you joined on, like you made on Facebook, I felt personally that I found out about a lot more singers in the UK and um, helped each other, well, you helped me a lot. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> but obviously then there was like people misusing that trust and yes. that information but for me I didn't realize there were so many care home singers in one forum kind of thing until the pandemic there's like well, what 450 strong nearly give or take yeah there's um we've had a couple of new members join today actually so I think that was a really good thing especially during the lockdown uh, to have that support for each other because there are some really good like nice people on there who genuinely mm. just want to help each other and um there's always going to be bad eggs but the majority of people are like really nice about giving advice and it's a nice safe forum where you can ask questions like are you feeling anxious about going back to work and like things like that really helped me um yeah I was I was anxious to get back inside yeah but it's been fine I get to to be honest I when the residents are a bit too close to me still I get a bit yeah because I'm thinking should they be that close to me Mm -hmm. I'm not sure so I do get a little bit anxious then but um other than that I think it's it's been better than what I thought the transition it's the same though it's the transition from outside to in yeah and now we're going back inside and it's like been 20 months Uh uh-huh you know so I mean I've barely missed any gigs in the in the pandemic 
like I was only off work for about five days and then I was outside that's amazing so I didn't really yeah and it wasn't even it was a home that um we do mm -hmm. um in in Roker right yeah that's the home mm -hmm. that said will you come and sing outside oh amazing uh -huh. I remember and then, that video actually yeah like mm -hmm. people on the street were like recording me and putting it on Facebook and I'm like hmm but still <laughs> you know what <laughs> do you think we always say this do you think like do you ever wonder think of the, how long you've been doing this you've been doing this the same time as I've been mm -hmm. doing this job yeah we've both started in th 2013 yes uh -huh. yeah where where do you think all of the videos and the photos have, have ended up of you when you're oh, <laughs> in I have no idea I'm pretty there must be thousands yeah. of pictures we don't know about I'm pretty glad that a lot of them haven't surfaced to be honest because the ones oh, that do are like the worst pictures I've ever seen of myself because they do it from the worst <laughs> angles and mid like belting out a note or something so like you'll have your mouth wide open all the fillings on shore just like <laughs> I think we know who takes the crown though for the worst pictures it's always me your I face in all I mean you won't you won't be offended by saying no, like definitely not. your face is horrendous in a lot of your pictures <laughs> you're so like animated it's because yeah I go to town because <laughs> I'm like come on and then I'll always be when I'm like like you see like mid bell or like mid and uh oh honestly I'll I'll, I'll tell you what when we can we post one can we post one of your best ones on the page just to give people an I'll, idea I'll tell you what I'll do the one that literally is the one in the purple dress do you remember that one yeah i right i'm gonna have to see this <laughs> i'll, oh, I'll, I'll send it to you then i'll post it because uh it's it's absolutely horrendous but also i'm thinking why why would a home post that online of me and not double check it <laughs> it is it is just so much worse than anything i've i mean i'm normally all chins if they're like ducked down and trying to get a resident in and i'm like all chins no i'm in this but one yours is just like everything's face. everything's off like i've got I've, i'm proper cock-eyed <laughs> and then <laughs> and then my mouth's open and then oh I, I can't even explain it i'm just gonna have to post it and then you'll you'll see from from there but yeah <laughs> oh, God. and then i always make a point of posting like a nice selfie before the gig yeah. just appears in services my photos like, look a did lot look like. different to the photos i'm tagged in it's literally <laughs> like yes like you know when it's like profile picture versus tag versus, pictures yeah. oh, <laughs> that is word, a, yeah. is it? that's what it's going to be like if today's um show surfaces because um i took a nice picture going into it and then she she proceeded to take a picture of me mid song from like the side angle oh. Oh, no. So it's going to be all fat rolls. <laughs> it's going to be just like everything. <laughs> it's probably just going to say like the control knickers from the back, or it, oh, it's going to be horrendous. I'm just, I'm, I'll not be, I'll not be sharing that one if it's <laughs> if it surfaces. I love it. Should we uh, get on to asking Kaylee some questions? Yeah, Kaylee, you're 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 in the spotlight now. So tell us a little about your company and what you do. Yeah, so um, I go by the name of Kaylee Cares Vintage Singer. And I thought of that name while I was lying in the bath one night. I have all the best ideas. And I thought, I'm going to sing in care homes. What should I be called? Kaylee Cares. Like, as if I'm a genius or something. Um, Musical memories, babes. Yeah. That was so original. <laughs> Where did you get your name idea? Um, it was a play about of like, yeah. Um, and I thought at the time it was so original. Yeah. And now it turns out it's the most news, used name in, in the care homes to the point where when I got first, when I first got put into a system for the care homes, it was like two pages of people called musical memories. Oh no. 
so for all intents and purposes i'm musical memories with michaela yeah that's good well but, I'll, I'll go by uh, the name of kaylee cares but that's not what people write i've been called kaylee caress which i was like i don't know what show the thing they're gonna get but um i've been called that's margaret good. myers margaret myers <laughs> where did they even get that from uh, i don't know they were like a fabulous entertainer from margaret myers and i'm like <laughs> That's my new name. Um, I've been called Carly Coles. I have no, I have no Carly idea Coles. how they get these, but I see it on the poster when I walk in. And I'm like, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, I normally get my musical me- melodies. Yeah, well, yeah. I suppose the. I think a lot of people get me and you mixed up, Michaela, because they're like, oh, really? oh you've been here before, and I'm like, oh no, I haven't. And then they'll, and I, I can only think that it's that it's, they're getting me and you mixed up. Well, I'm not sure. I mean. Because yeah. I don't know anyone else really in yeah. this area. In, in our, at, yeah. at, at, at least you are each ladies, though. I mean, <laughs> I. <I've, laughs> uh, this this really offended me. This yet again, you see, this is me recommending somebody. I recommended this chap that I used to be in a band with um, to go and do a Christmas party um, that I couldn't do. Um, and they're one of those homes that have something like every day in the lead up to Christmas, you know. So I'd done a gig for them and he'd done a gig for them and they put the photo of me up, but thanking him. <laughs> and I, you know, when you're just like, <laughs> how? Like, even with the best will in the world, he's 30 years older than me. He's grey and he's wearing a tuxedo <laughs> for his shows. I was there in my Santa hat and my Santa dress. Oh no! And, and and they were thanking John for coming to the residence. <laughs> so at least you'll be mixed up with another woman. With a woman, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's who I am. Clearly, cares. and didn't you get a start up as well? Yeah, because because when I um, started this, I was on maternity leave because I was a recruitment consultant for many years, um, recruiting lorry drivers which kind mm-hmm. of gives you a thick skin that you need in this job. Um, and when I had my little boy, I was like, oh, I don't want to go back to that. It's a stressful job with early starts. You're on call 24 hours. Um, and my friend owned a care home and she was like, why don't you come and sing for us? And I was like, I haven't sung for about 10 years. And I went in and we just sang like random songs with with the residents and I said well is this a job and she went yeah like it's a full-time job for some people but I'd lost my confidence completely because I hadn't worked throughout the maternity and so I I got in touch with the Prince's Trust and they had a um a business course for four days and it was like teaching you how to become self-employed how to do tax returns how to market and build up your confidence kind of thing so I did that and then they asked me to become a Prince's Trust ambassador. So I like travel the, the country singing and kind of spreading the word about the Prince's Trust. And that really just put my confidence up so much because, you know, in this job anyway, it's so nerve wracking. The first gig I ever do, done, I was green with nerves. I was literally running to the toilet to be sick before my gig because I was just so nervous. I hadn't sang since I was at school. And it just gave us a little bit of confidence and I got a grant off them to get me um, equipment. So, yeah, it was I had a really good start to, wow. to building it up. That's really lovely advocate for the Prince's Trust as well, because I know they're all about a diverse entrepreneurial mindset, you know, yeah. for so many different people. 
Um, so that's really, really lovely. We'll have to put a link to the Princess Jewel yeah, page. Yeah, they really did um, change the way I thought because when you think of a business idea, you don't know if it's going to work. And especially when you've got like responsibilities, you can't just risk it, you know what I mean? And my husband was really supportive. He was like, if you want to do it, just go for it, we'll manage. Um, and I got like a part-time job while I was setting it up because at the time I was only getting like one gig, two gigs a month, that kind of thing. And then just word of mouth spread. But in that time, I was speaking to like universities on behalf of the Prince's Trust. I, I went to London to speak at festivals. Like I had so many amazing experiences that just pushed us out of my comfort zone. And I had um, like courses on public speaking and just so many things. Sang at the Sage in Gateshead, which was lovely. Um, and then I got to go to Buckingham Palace for a garden party um for the Prince's Trust's 50th anniversary and I met like Brian May and Philip Schofield and just loads of celebrities Michael McIntyre and stuff like that I was heavily pregnant with my second child at the time so I had like all of me I think I was about where you are now Eleanor about two or three weeks before I give birth and I had <laughs> a massive bag full of like hospital notes pajamas just random stuff in case I went into labour and Michael McIntyre was like quick pretend you're going into labour so we'll get inside the Buckingham Palace <laughs> and it was just so funny just things like that that have given us so many amazing experiences um that really uh, but then when I turned 30 I was too old so I had to stop because <laughs> it's only for under 30s Oh, is it? Yeah. I was going to say, is this, is this like our industry being, you know, just as it is? No, it's Prince's Trust help under 30s. Well, they did when, oh, right. when I was there. So it's, um, yeah. I couldn't be a young ambassador anymore because I wasn't young. <laughs> so it's like, it's like my business. No, uh, we always say like no one's over 30 in my business. We're all, <laughs> we're all in our 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Although when I was 20, so I was 25 when I started this job, I think. And I remember one day I turned up at a care home and one of the residents relatives was there and she went oh you'll be about the same age as my daughter like mid 40s and I was like what I'm 25 oh no I get I get the other end I get oh it's nice of her to take time off school oh <laughs> I like, wish school. Oh no! But then I did get ID'd for a, um, a game the other day that I was buying for my, for my brother and it was an 18 and I'm like so jealous <laughs> Thirty-three. <laughs> my second child has just aged me so much. I think I'll never get. Oh, you look! Idea. You look young still. You, do <laughs> you look, look young still. So you fresh do. face though. In do. all your, oh, in all your pictures you. and everything. <laughs> yeah, I um, think I think you've got a lovely style. Like we are sort of classed as vintage, but mm -hmm. your vintage and my vintage is so different, which is nice. I'm more of a forties, I think. Where yeah, like 50, I'm more 50s, 60s. 60s. Yeah. I like yours is very like elegant. Oh, thank you. It's hilarious because I literally, like, if I haven't got a gig till the afternoon and my husband's took the kids to school, I'll literally not get out my pyjamas until I have to get ready for work. And it makes us laugh so much because I'll go into the care home and they're like, oh, you look wonderful. And, and I'm thinking you should have seen us half an hour ago. I looked disgusting. Like, oh, I'm the <laughs> I look like a slob. <laughs> I am exactly the same as well. The slippers and the the pajama bottoms literally come off as I'm putting my tights on to go out. Yeah. <laughs> but because we have to wear, we have to dress up. Well, we don't have to, but it's like 
it's, yeah, some people don't. And I, do I'll never get that. I do have to. I find it as a like persona to mm-hmm. uh, to give you a bit of confidence. Go right. I've got me makeup on. I've got me hair done. I've got me dress on. Now I'm ready for work. I couldn't turn up looking like what I would usually just going out like to drop the kids oh, off. Oh yeah, because I just wouldn't feel the same and yeah visually for the resident residents as well they go oh I used to have a dress like that I used to do my hair like that it's very good visuals especially it's a talking point it is yeah and and people with dementia they always say to you know you need to stand out yeah a lot of a lot of the the entertainers that wouldn't consider themselves to be the strongest singers per se they normally make a massive effort with how they look because it is so beneficial to the residents as well. They know it's part of like the whole package. Yeah. That's one thing in this job. I don't think, I don't think you have to have the strongest voice do you to do this job, but I think you need to have the personality. Definitely. I think even if I forget a word or something, I'll say to a resident, oh, it's a good job. You were singing along to remind me of the words and, like it's about just having a laugh with everyone and having fun and because you're there to entertain you're gonna have the best voice in the world if you just stand there and sing and not interact with anyone they're gonna be like oh that was nice but they're not gonna have had an experience and they're not gonna remember you yeah and I've got like I've heard you on the podcast before saying you have stories related to each song so yeah it, I, I get what you mean it is it's not just about the voice it's about everything yeah yeah so true I think I think that is where a lot of people go wrong when they're starting out they think oh well I I, I can sing really well mm-hmm. and let's be honest you could be Maria Callas and a resident would still tell you to shut up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, could, you could actually be Shirley Bassey yeah. in front of them and they'd still oh, be like yeah. too loud the wood I went to <laughs> yeah. one last like a few weeks ago and it was one of the first ones I'd been inside and I do think a lot of them have not are not used to a lot of noise anymore so and obviously with us being outdoors we've had everything cranked right up and um and I turned it right down I was using me inside singing voice which I just wasn't feeling it I don't think she was very well and she just literally as soon as I start singing said oh shut the f up and I was like oh do you not want that's to be That's when you know I, I, things are back to that's normal. That's when I know. Uh-huh. That's when I know. When you're getting grief, you're mm. back to normal. But sometimes people just don't want to hear you sing. Like, and I do think that a lot in a lot of homes, the carers will take them out if they don't want to be there. But this particular home, they just left us with all the residents and mm. she didn't want to be there. And so she was literally shouting, shut the F up all the way through my songs. And then everyone else just starts screaming at her, will you shut up? I'm trying mm-hmm. to listen to this wonderful lady. And it's sad. Some people just, some people don't like music. Uh-huh. Some people, like like Catherine Tate says, <laughs> some people cannot be dragged down memory lane no matter how much <laughs> they want to. And it's really the judgment of the carers that know them well yeah. to think who would benefit from this session. Yeah. And unfor- unfortunately... I mean, I always say I, I don't want to be left on my own. I say that, but it doesn't always happen. <laughs> but we all we all know nine times out of ten, we're on our own at some point. Yeah, I and, get left a lot, and and it's difficult. And then it just spoil it for everyone else. And yeah. then I just feel bad. I, I feel like the homes wasted their money paying for a service that people haven't got the full benefit out of. 
because someone's been spoiling it or yeah distressed or you know yeah, it's the distress I think that that sets the room a bit it just yeah. changes the atmosphere instead of it a does. fun atmosphere it's like they are getting stressed because they want to listen to me but then there's mm-hmm. one person not enjoying it so it's like my husband like he gets in the car and he has no music on he just it's silent in his car and he doesn't listen to music he doesn't to sit and listen to a singer for an hour would be torture for him. Where for me, I can't even get ready on a morning without music. I can't cook without music. I have to have it on all the time. And I would really benefit from that if I ever was in a care home where he would be like, leave me in my room. <laughs> I am not coming out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's right, though. Yeah. No one has to be dragged to listen. But I would assume that the carers would realise she was distressed, and and sometimes they will take them out. Sometimes it takes me stopping the show, yeah. finding a carer, being like, "Look, she's really distressed. I don't think she's enjoying it." That's what Honestly, I did Kayleigh, in the end. never. Yeah. I was going to say, never feel embarrassed or like scared to do that because at the end of the day, like it's it'll set you on edge. Yeah, you know as well. And it was it was horrible. I came out really upset because I was like mm-hmm. not because she shouted at us I'm used to that no yeah. it was the fact that because I, I even said to her do you not want to be here I don't want you to not enjoy your afternoon and I went and found a carer and I said she's really not enjoying it she's really like disrupting everyone else and she doesn't want to be here and she went all right and then she still left her um so I was like I can't do any more, so I just... You've done all you can. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, though, like... It's, it's not funny, sorry. I was going to say, like, it's... it's um, My other girl, Tamsin, um, covered a home in, in Sunderland that I do quite a bit. And I so I text her saying, oh, were they all right today? She's like, yeah, someone tried to swill us. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a word where you are, Elmas? Swill? I was just about to say, for those of us that aren't in the northeast, what does that mean? Oh, sorry. I thought that was a, a basically pour a cup of water over, like in a face, ah, or like okay. what would you call that? Soak me. Soak you. Soak. Yeah, we would say yes. Swill. Swill. Okay. Yeah. She was like, "Someone tried to swill us." I was like, "No," but uh, yeah, like basically, someone had a cup of water and like tried to chuck it at her. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they don't do that to me. <laughs> they love me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but the, um, that that home, it's the home that's near you, yeah. basically. Yeah, and um, she, that that home, you do that home, don't you? Yeah. A lot, as me. They can be either really, really good or quite unsettled. It's because so. it's a, a mixed kind of home, isn't it? Where it is. it's mixed ability. I was on, I was yeah. basically, I, I was on top floor. Right, so yeah. You can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was on I was on nurse and dementia, so we'll just leave it at that, you know exactly what we're making. Yeah. You know what? I, I love this when you get an activities coordinator or management, whoever's organizing it, who has enough forward planning to think, right, all these floors need completely different they all have completely different needs, all these residents. So we're gonna book you to come and do, even if it's just half an hour on each floor or something, so you can tailor I prefer that. Yeah, I really so prefer you that. You know, do you ever what do that you're doing? Yeah, there's a couple of homes that do it, and as annoying as it is to reset everything up on different floors, it really works really well. Because oh, the show so much better uh-huh. as, as a result, yeah. though, because you get totally you can be really dancey yeah. on the ground floor, and then you've got the ones on the middle floor that want a concert, and then you've got the ones on the top floor that only sing to Daisy Daisy, yeah. Yeah. and you're like, there's like you can do three completely different shows. Um, and you come out of it thinking, I've had a really good session and they've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Whereas if they'd have mixed all the floors, 
the ones with dementia would have been shouting. The ones yeah. that want to have a dance wouldn't have had anyone to dance with because the carers were with the ones with dementia. And we're and- really lucky. And in there's a home in Teesside that books us for a whole day to do three shows, a full show on the ground break, a full show on the middle break, and then a full show on the top break. That's amazing. I have, I- I have a home that does that for the Christmas shows and they have three yeah, different things. Yeah, they do for Christmas as well. On one day, you know, and they'll, 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 they'll sometimes do, val- when they've got an event, like Valentine's or the Summer yeah. Fate, they'll book me for the main fate, but then we go up to the top floor and do something for them while you're here kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I, I love when you've got a split ashore. I really do. I don't know why. I just, I know it's, it is, like you say, it's a right faff on with your mm-hmm. equipment. But, um, well, Eleanor won't be because Eleanor uses a, a pull along and that's it. I use a wheel along. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, see, Eleanor, like, really, like, takes the mick out of my system. She says it's out of the arc. But I love it. I can't be parted from it. I've got, like, a kind of a pull along, but it plugs in. Like, so it's half in the middle because when we were doing outdoors I'd um so like had a tiny little 50 watt speaker for like six years and it did me really well and then when we moved outdoors I was like I'm gonna have to get a bigger speaker than this you need to crank it up and Uh and I was deafened by the speaker and they were like can you turn it up a bit I was like I can't I'm gonna burst my eardrums um and Michaela I was texting Michaela saying what do I need? And she was like, you can borrow me second speaker if you want, bless her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly wouldn't know what to do with it. I'm just used to like little portable systems. Um, I don't like anything complicated. No. This is why I like my wheel along. It is so just plug in. And especially now that they're so good with the Bluetooth and the wireless connection. Yeah. So you've got um, um, a UHF wireless mic built into the back. Um, and That's then good. a Bluetooth for your iPad or your phone, whatever you're using for your music. So you've got no wires. Mm-hmm. That is. I mean, amazing. I can, I can, I can literally keep my my because I have a, a, a clamp on my mic stand for my iPad. So when you say moving up floors and what have you, I can just literally pull the handle up and lift my mic stand up and move. That's yeah, gonna, do you know what? I'm going to get one. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think I will. It's so I think... good. I think I'll get it and like, yeah, that's that'll be my present to now me. Now we're Christmas. back indoors, you don't need the two speakers, do you? Really? No, I mean th- what I've realized though is I feel like I feel like now I'm back indoors, the music is so loud and it's only on like uh-huh. a quarter of like it's 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 basically th- it's like I don't know, like seven o'clock. It's like up like a tiny, tiny yeah. little bit. And it's, it's just feels and I'm, and I'm, so loud. Uh-huh. Like Doesn't I'm like it's definitely like, loud. Yeah, and then and, I'm thinking yeah, and, like, and you can't you can't wander around and do a sound check either because of social distancing still. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, normally I'd do a lap of of the lounge while I've got some music playing just to yeah. make sure you know. Yeah, you can't at the moment. Um, in a lot of places, it's really difficult. Should we get on with some questions? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um. So you mentioned you went outside during the pandemic. How How did you adapt during the pandemic? How did you well, find it? I couldn't really do anything until the kids went back to school. Um. Me, yeah, but, you started late. I remember. Yeah, because I just obviously I couldn't have childcare because they weren't allowed to see me mum or my mother-in-law. Um. And I was just at home with them all the time, homeschooling. Um. Which was lovely. I had so much fun with them that we wouldn't usually have had and um but I did feel really 
down about the fact I couldn't go to work because I would see Michaela singing and I'll be like oh like with the residents that I would usually sing with because obviously we're doing mm-hmm. the same homes and I felt like I, w- I was losing a bit of me because I'd spent so long building up a client base especially being on maternity for the second time I lost a lot of clients I had to build it back up um but but you know I was I was saying to them though like with the second year where I was like Kaylee's back out oh, bless, yeah. I was I was telling them so yeah. I, I wasn't hogging all the gigs like I was definitely no, saying Kaylee's back out Booker. yeah you were really good with that um so that was thank you for that but yeah it and I really lost my confidence again um, and I did I remember you saying and I, you're gonna hate us for this use too but I did do a free BE day show on Facebook and then I didn't even think about anything other than I haven't sang for a while people are asking us to do it the kids were excited about celebrating um BE day and I said you know what let's do a Facebook live and the backlash I got from it from fellow entertainers and that's when I thought it's for you day one of the busiest days of our calendar mm-hmm. and I've probably took work from people and it wasn't until afterwards that I was like oh no what have I done but at the time it was lovely because it wasn't for care homes it was for everyone at home and I did get a lot of people messaging saying oh you've made me day I feel like I've been at a party and but I didn't realise the consequences of it until after, and I didn't do another one. Um, well, didn't you have people expecting you to do more free sh- Every shows? week. They exactly. said, can you and do it why. every week? And I said, mm-hmm. oh, no, it was just a one-off. Um, and it was literally just... And then you're made out to be the bad guy. I heard they don't do free it. shows. But yeah. what they do There's no good like, deed goes unpunished. No, exactly. Thing. And as long as it did, it brought us closer with like because my friends and family watched it as well so it was just a kind of party feel but yeah I didn't realize the consequences to fellow entertainers until afterwards and I felt really bad about it because I thought I would hate that to happen to me and but because I wasn't working I just didn't think about it and but when the kids went back to school I slowly went back to work and outdoors online and but then it just had to stop again because it was like they had to isolate and then they'd be back in for three days and then they'd have to isolate again. So it wasn't until really September this year that I've got a full diary again. Um, and I was so nervous. I was anxious, so anxious going back because there's so many regulations in place. You think a lot more about what if I'm like unsuspectingly carrying the virus to anyone not just coronavirus anything you'd never thought I never thought about before and now I'm like what if I've got a cold and I pass it on those anxieties and then the anxieties about what if I can't remember the words because I I literally hadn't used my brain for like a year and a half I couldn't even remember how to speak never mind sing um but yeah I've slowly getting it back um and the range had gone in my voice and just because I hadn't used it um but yeah, it was it's lovely to be back. I absolutely love it. I bet after your first gig, you were absolutely fine. Yeah, I was I was exactly. fine. And yeah, it's it's like one of those things. It is like riding a bike. Like those songs that you sing all day, every day. If I think about what's the next word, what's the next word, I'll never remember it. Yeah, if I, I just, uh-huh. I'm a, yeah. If I just sing it, it's there. Do you know what I get that way on? Lily Marlene. 
Oh, Lily Marlene. Lily Marlene. Oh, Lily Marlene. Are so similar though. If I think about Lily Marlene, I'll sing the I'll sing the same verse four times. Yeah. Over. <laughs> I'm the same with the Nightingale sang in Berkeley Square. Um, oh really? Yeah, I sang it for my friend's wedding, and because should should said um, all of our friends are kind of either entertainers or whatever. So she thought I'll just get all my friends to be me wedding entertainment. And I was like, I'll sing a beautiful romantic song for you. It's not going to be a modern one, but it's a romantic one. So I sang that one. But we'd been drinking champagne since like eight o'clock in the morning. And it was like eight o'clock at night. So I just sang all the words in the wrong order. And I don't know why, but that went in my brain and now won't come out. So every time I sing a Nightingale song, I have to really focus on the words because my brain just remembers the drunk version. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god bless autopilot yeah. <laughs> because normally yeah you just zone, zone into it don't you yeah yeah normally i'm like what's the next word what's the next word but then my brain knows what the next word is and it just comes out anyway yeah. and i love it when <laughs> residents sing along because sometimes i'll be just about to start a verse and then they'll start it and they're right and i'm like oh yes she's right that was close yeah that was yeah. close especially, yeah. especially in more time yeah <laughs> that is that is the one show where you best not forget your words yeah they know <laughs> but that's the, the show words. that's the show oh, that i word. do forget it's the most true. yeah that's that is the show probably that i do forget the most words in though because i'm thinking oh my god i've got to get it right and then i'm like ooh, even though i've sang war time the most out of any songs mm-hmm. so you do do you do theme shows as well eleanor like 50. I do. See, I do Eleanor like just more fame than me. I do more like I just do a compilation of 40s, 50s, and 60s rather than shows. I'll do like well, I wanted to talk about this because you do you do something totally different to what me and Eleanor do, don't you? Yeah, I do the entertainment in the care homes and community groups, that kind of thing, but I also um do singing therapy sessions. Um so it started actually when I first started doing this job. I went along to an Alzheimer's society. Actually, it wasn't Alzheimer's society. It was, it was like a, a free Alzheimer's course run by the museum. And it was about reminiscence. And I thought, I, I was just trying to kind of go along to anything that I could because going into a care home, especially with people with dementia is quite intimidating. And I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I didn't want to trigger anything for anyone so I kind of done a lot of research and I met um managers from the Alzheimer's Society there and I started volunteering for them to get more experience working with people with dementia and I'd been volunteering for about a year with them just once a month in the daycare center and they asked us if I would set up a singing for the brain session and do you know when you get imposter syndrome and you're like but I've never done anything like this before. And they said, but you know how to work with people with dementia, you know how to to get the best out of them. So we think you're the best for the job. And I was like, okay. And I literally spent weeks and weeks researching everything to do with dementia, the brain, singing, everything. And they sent me on courses and they said, if it works well, we want you to set it up in South Shields and then maybe Sunderland, maybe Darlington. And by the end of like three years, we had 50 people at each session. 
And that was just from me developing this little session that I thought I could never do. Yeah. You know, you know what's really striking listening to you talk about it though, like with the, the passion and the care that you put into that side yeah, and I think, of your business. It just really upsets me when when a professional like yourself would get overlooked in favour of something for free. That 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 really frustrates me. Yeah, and the the devastating thing is it actually got cancelled because the volunteers weren't turning up. The oh. they weren't running the session that I'd developed. They were just turning up and just singing random songs. And you're gonna get Eleanor angry here. <laughs> uh, and I was I was really, really upset about it because I thought if you're gonna take my work away from us, just please make sure that the it stays on it stays on and it benefits people and they cancelled the sessions um but thankfully some lovely people who were volunteers there they set up their own daycare center and now they get me there they just benefit from it so much on that note thank you so much everybody for listening uh to episode six and thank you so much kaylee for coming and chatting to us this week uh we're going to put the links to Kaylee's socials on the page so if you would like to check her out give her a follow give her a booking give her a like um and all the links to things that we've discussed this week I think we should also perhaps put some links on to the Royal British Legion because I know that their yeah. efforts this year are struggling due to events and social distancing so. we'll be putting a picture of my cockeyed face or <laughs> yes we will I I look forward to seeing that one. Thanks. So uh, hold on. I, I threw you under the bus. You threw me under the bus. Let's stop it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's call it a draw for this episode. It's called Squid. Well, thank you so much for having me, girls. Thank you, Kaylee. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.